Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Sunday, April 18, 2021. Our bit today is taken from Matthew chapter 7, verse 24, which says, Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon the rock. So here we go again, friends, another Sunday of virtual gathering. But you know, the important thing is that we gather, not the how or where we do it. The Lord just wants us to gather however we can and celebrate his day, to give him thanks and praise for all that he's done for us this past week and renew our confidence that he will keep on looking after us in the upcoming week. So if the earthly powers that be say we can't gather in large groups under one roof or one mango tree, then being being the ingenious people we are, we'll gather virtually. (laughs) It's true that we can't hug and kiss and shake hands or otherwise, but we can do most of the other things necessary for worship? As always then, let's begin with a song of praise, something to lively up both heaven and earth this cloudy spring morning. Today's hymn was written by British Baptist minister Edward Moat, who lived between 1797 and 1874, and it's one of our favorites. Oh brother, do we have many favorites? And why not it? Since they are all celebrating the goodness and glory of our great God. Anyway, enough suspense. Our hymn is titled, My Hope is Built on Nothing Less. And is that ever the awesome truth, friends? Our hope is indeed built on Christ Jesus and no one or nothing else. So let's sing it like we truly mean it now in harmony, loud and clear, at a nice up-tempo speed. All together now, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. And the chorus goes, on Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. When darkness veils his lovely face, I rest on his unchanging grace. In every high and stormy gale, my anchor holds within the veil. That's why on Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. Yes, all other ground is sinking sand. His oath his covenant, his blood supports me in the whelming flood. When all around my soul gives way, he then is all my hope and stay. So obviously, on Christ the solid rock I'll stand, because all other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. Not earth nor hell, my soul can move. I rest upon unchanging love. I trust his righteous character 
his counsel, promise, and his power. So that's why on Christ, the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. When he shall come with trumpet song, oh, may I then in him be found, dressed in his righteousness alone, faultless to stand before the throne. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. Yes, all other ground is sinking sand. That's why on Christ's solid rock I stand. Oh, what a magnificent rendition, my people. All heaven was singing along with us, including the Father. You know, he's usually the first to join in whenever anyone is singing praises to his awesome son, for he's a very proud father. What makes me chuckle, though, is how Jesus just sits there on his throne, quietly tapping his feet and nodding his head to the music with that shy, boorish smile on his handsome face, somewhat embarrassed by all the praise. But that's why we love and adore him so much, because despite all the honor and glory the Father has bestowed on him, all the accolades he's received down through the ages, he's still the same down-to-earth, unassuming person he's always been. But that doesn't mean to say he's a pushover, no? as the wicked will find out when he comes back the second time. But he's like all the great men of earth who know their power and don't need to flaunt it. And by the way, what was Brother Moat trying to tell or instill in us when he wrote those wonderful words so long ago? I think it's basically that Jesus is the everlasting hope, the assurance, the refuge, the best place to find solace and comfort in this crazy, sinful world. And that's the indisputable truth, friends. Jesus is the only one who can sincerely offer us the comfort that we so desperately need in these rather trying and difficult times. Remember his great invitation. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And you can find that in Matthew eleven twenty-eight. Well, he can truly do that, friends. And furthermore, his selfless sacrifice on the cross of Calvary paid the price for our sins and thus puts us in his eternal debt. That's D-E-B-T. Oh, friends. The blood of Jesus is ever so powerful. It enacted the new covenant and made blood sacrifices obsolete. His death stopped us from being slaves to sin and Satan. And his resurrection caused us to have new life in the family of God. Yes, friends, Jesus is the best foundation on which to build one's life. Brother Moat said it nicely in our song. Not earth nor hell, my soul can move. I rest upon unchanging love. I trust his righteous character, his counsel, promise, and his power. <laughs> what better foundation to build on, eh, my brethren? 
None, none whatsoever. And Jesus said it this way when he spoke about the two foundations on which we can build our lives. Therefore, whosoever heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon the rock. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded, founded upon the rock. And everyone that heareth these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell. And great was the fall of it. Yes, friends, great of the fall is any of any house that's built on the sand, that's not built on the foundation, that's Jesus. And you could get those verses from Matthew 7, verses chapter 7, verses 24 to 27. And the scholars offer this explanation of those verses. In drawing his concluding illustration of the two foundations, Jesus begins with the word, therefore, on the basis of all that he has taught and illustrated, he concluded that all who both hear and do his sayings shall be saved. As a great master counselor, Jesus reminded his listener that hearing this message alone will not change his life. He must both hear and do what Jesus has said. The elements of the closing illustration are drawn from the simplicity of nature itself, the rock, the rain, and the winds. The man whose house collapsed was at fault, not because he failed to labor, but because he did not lay the proper foundation. The shifting sun represents human opinion and the doctrines of men as opposed to these saints of Jesus. Now, people, we all know that the most important aspect of building anything is the foundation. If the foundation is strong, whatever edifice we erect will stand the test of time and nature. But if the foundation is not up to scratch, then the edifice will eventually tumble down when it comes up against powerful forces. Likewise, in life, there is no doubt that Christ is the best foundation for us to build our lives on. For he is strong and steady, steadfast and solid, impenetrable and immovable like a rock, the rock of all ages, my people. Much love. And the postscript for today says, What's your foundation built on? The rock or the shifting sand? Let's hope it's built on the rock that's Jesus, my people. So, peace and love as we gather today and worship and praise him. Let's remember that he's the only one that can take all our troubles and still give us love and peace. We pray this in his name.
Amen.